You're listening to The Frequency of Creativity with Melinda Harkerley. Welcome everyone to The Frequency of Creativity, where we are at the intersection of energy and art. I'm your host, Melinda Harkerley, and to find out how art can bring beauty and light and life force energy into your life, sign up for my newsletter at melindaharcurley.com. You'll see my latest work, upcoming exhibits, and also a link to all of the latest podcasts. Today, I am so excited to introduce all of you to a brand new art adventure called Gospel Glass by the longtime artist, Laura Ann Cohn. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you, Melinda. It's great to be here. And it's really great to have you on. And uh, I'm so excited about your new venture, Gospel Glass. But Laura, before we start to talk about uh, Gospel Glass, you have a long career in art. And to help us appreciate your new venture, can you just bring us on your art journey and all the experiences that you have had that and all of this experience has funneled in to gospel glass and has enriched this new art project so bring us on your art journey sure well it's exciting to share this actually i've as a child i always loved to draw and sing my mom said i used to just draw and hum to myself. And so it was just always a part of who I was. And in my early 20s, I really pursued my passion and art. My dad had seen some of my drawings and I liked them and I wanted to frame them. He said, I'll pay for the frames and keep doing this. And so I was painting in oils. I drew different things. I went out and sold art at a time. And one day I had this vision of a really beautiful illuminated swan. It was in white and it was just gorgeous and I was enamored by it. And after I had that vision, I started drawing these stylistic abstract birds. I could never draw that bird, but I kept drawing birds. And I started writing music. I became a singer-songwriter. I did that for a while. And doing art and music, it was hard for me to get back into the world because I was so enwrapped in this creative space. And music really took over. So I put down my art for quite a while. And then started drawing again in 2010 and started working on that. I was married, but my then husband was like, you need a job. (laughs) You need to make money, go do something real. And so I got an internet marketing job and, and did that for a long time in sales. And then, you know, with COVID, it was interesting. I had a dream that I was drawing a bird for someone and, you know, we'd been all sheltered up and I started drawing again. And then shortly afterward, my marriage went away and, So I got to a printer, I started doing cards, and that was a lot of fun. And then, you know, the divorce took time. So I I was, you know, having to deal with that and moving. And lo and behold, you know, with COVID, there's all these supply chain issues, and there's an envelope shortage. So I'm like, okay, I better come up with something other than greeting cards. (laughs) (laughs) And someone had said my stuff would look good in stained glass. And when I was looking at stained glass, which is hard, I was told about fused glass. So I found this studio in town and went in and did a bird. And it was really cool. And then my friend said, well, now you got to name it and write a story because I do that with the greeting cards. 
And I was like, okay. And then I'm like, how am I going to do a story with this? And I was praying and I've, I've always loved God. I, I got saved in 2007 and I love Jesus, which is another story. But, you know, I got the name Gospel Glass. And so then the story was a gospel message. And then the meaning behind the birds came out. And so it, this came up as Gospel Glass. And so now I have a collection and doing more of them. And it's really, it's been an amazing journey. Oh, Laura, um, that is such a beautiful journey. Thank you for sharing that. And Laura, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to take a short commercial break. But before we do, can you please share with listeners where they can find out more about you and about Gospel Glass? Sure. If you go to Instagram, it's instagram.com forward slash gospel glass. And there's a page and it's got all kinds of pictures and information. So you can check it out there. Great. Well, stay with us listeners as we talk so much more deeply about gospel glass and fused glass and Laura's inspiration and how she includes a gospel message with each unique piece. Please stay with us. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. We're back with the Frequency of Creativity, where we are at the intersection of energy and art. We're talking with Laura Ann Cohn about gospel glass. And Laura, I just have to share with you, recently I had a dream about a beautiful white bird myself. Oh. And and in the dream, the bird was at the window, but the bird was inside. And it was a magnificent white bird, and it had these deep, deep eyes that were so meaningful and around the eye was a red ring around the eye and uh, yet the bird was very meaningful in my dream and had a deep meaning message for me as well so I can really relate to you seeing the illuminated swan and how that can really motivate you and inspire you to help start this new project. Yeah, birds are interesting when they come in to be drawn. I I don't know if, if the way I explain it is how I really feel it, but I'll go to start drawing a bird and I really feel the personality when I, when I put a bird down and I never know how it's going to look until it's done. And the glass medium is very different than just working with inks and what's fun about the the glass is that I really am starting with just a bunch of broken pieces I use scrap glass and so it's finding the colors and and when I first went in the first bird I did I didn't know how to clip anything or chip it so I was just finding pieces you know it's like this puzzle of what would fit in the form of the bird and then I learned how to use the nippers so now I can actually make pieces (laughs) a little bit different and and it's so interesting, the process, because each piece gets glued down. And, and in the way the bird is, it's a lot of little pieces. It takes hours to do these. And then when it gets fired, it's it just changes into this 
you know, melded form and it's got texture and, and things. And when the light shines through it, it's just beautiful. Uh, Laura, so the, and it's called fused glass, correct? Yes. yes. So it, do, you, it, do you see a relationship between fused glass and stained glass? Well, you know, it's interesting that I had asked somebody about stained glass for my birds because of the way they're done. Someone said they would look really pretty in stained glass. And when I had asked this person, she said fused glass would probably be good to work with. The glass itself, from what I'm told, is a different type of glass. And with fused glass, it's putting the pieces together and it's it's very exact. It's almost mathematical, I think, when it comes to doing stained glass because everything has to fit and it's welded and, you know, everything's wrapped. With fused glass, it's a little bit more free-flowing because there's just room to have things layered on top of one another. Whereas with stained glass, it's not really a layered thing. It's a flat thing. And if there's a piece that is a dome or if it's, you know, a gem or whatever, that gives the texture, but it's usually pretty flat or if it's around in a lampshade or something. So there's a little bit of a difference in it. it. I think that the stained glass is a little bit more planned out than what the fused glass has to be. So in you describing, um, these birds and broken pieces and you you know firing them into a whole piece Laura what's the deeper meaning here well what God showed me with the meaning is and it it, it probably is more of a metaphor for my life and how I have felt, but it probably translates to other people relating to it. I've always felt like I was just a bunch of broken pieces and to me, these birds are done on clear glass. So the backside is also a bird. And that kind of shows the relationship that I've had with God in a lot of ways. And what people can have with God is, you know, I'm dealing with all these broken pieces and things don't make sense. And, you know, this piece wasn't what I wanted it to be. I wanted this to be a perfect shape and it's a broken piece. And and then things are layered and some things are heavy and I don't understand where it's going. And then I have all these pieces that are just kind of put on me, but it's it's hard to keep it together. And then when I came to the Lord, everything he made me whole, it's like the fusing makes it into a whole complete piece that's not broken anymore because all the pieces meld into one another. And so I felt like I had suddenly I had a completeness about me that I hadn't had before. And when the light of God shines through somebody, it's there's a beauty there that comes through and, and it's seen in people's eyes. And I've seen that in other people. Some people say they see that in me, which is always amazing. But when the light shines through these birds, the colors are just incredible. And I think we're here, part of our purpose is to share our stories and our experiences to motivate and help one another. I think that when my greatest joy can come when I meet somebody who might be going through something and I can help them skip over the, you know, horrendous feeling I had for four years and they may get through it in a month. (laughs) (laughs) If I can save you some time on your learning curve, that's like my greatest joy because I hated it. You know, (laughs) maybe I was a slow learner, but you know, I went through some times where it was just like, but God, I don't understand. (laughs) And now I don't have to worry about understanding it because, you know, he, he made everything work together. And, and there's actually, um, if, if it's okay to quote a scripture, there's 
one, Romans 8, 28, that I like. It's, you know, we know that in all things, God works everything to good for those who love him according to his purpose. And it's a real hope of, I may not understand everything, but when I have this great relationship with God, my creator, and I trust and know that he knows what he's doing with my life, I know he's going to make it a blessing. I know everything's going to be okay. So I can relax and just say, okay, I don't get it, but you do. And that's okay. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to feel okay about this because you know what you're doing and I'll figure you'll show me at one point if I need to know. <laughs> um, so Laura, in listening to you, take us um, and share with our listeners, like when you're in the middle of and working with the glass and, you know, shaping it and into a bird and putting it together. Like, where are you? It's a really interesting place where I am because when I get started, I have an outline of a bird and there's a clear piece over it. And I draw an outline of the outside of the piece that I'm putting it on so that if it moves, I can go back to where it was. And I'm picking out pieces and I really, I feel like I'm in kind of an altered place because I'm really just in a mode of finding pieces and colors. And sometimes I'm amazed because a piece will stick out and I'll just grab it and then it's it's like putting together a puzzle. And just like in my life, I don't always understand how it's going to go together, especially when I first started making these. I've probably made about nine of them now because I really just started this. But I remember the first few pieces, I would start putting the pieces down and then I'd be like, I don't know how this is going to work. You know, <laughs> I don't even get this. And, you know, where am I? You know, I'm finding, searching, you know, trays of these glass and finding these pieces. And then, okay, now I've got pieces down, but now I've got all these spaces to fill. And then it's like, okay, now I'm finding pieces to put on top of pieces and, if, you know, different colors. And and then they have something called frit, which is kind of granulated colored glass. And then it's, you know, filling in and putting frit in, and then there's a different glue. And, you know, so it, it's very involved. I say that I get into a real zone and, you know, I'm probably doing these for like four and a half, five hours straight at times. And so I'm, you know, I'm standing, I'm sitting. Most of the time I do better when I stand over the piece. I'm probably the only person in that glass studio that's standing doing anything, but I'm in like this... <laughs> I'm just in this whole zone and I really do feel very altered in a way because I'm just like in motion. I'm just finding things and doing things and, and, and I'm just amazed when they come together because I don't know what they're going to look like. And then at the end, I'm like, Oh, wow. Okay. And here you are. And then we'll see what you look like after you're fired, you know, cause it's always different. And Laura, you know, I understand. And I know in my own process in painting, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I don't have an intention and I just, and with me, I'm out in the middle of the woods and I just kind of connect with the energy of nature. And then like you, I feel like I connect on a deeper level with the energy of nature and the stream and the trees. And I'm really present in that space. And it's only after I'm done with the painting do I have the understanding. Laura, is that similar to your process? It really is because I never know what I might decide I want to work in reds and shades of reds or I want to be focused more on blues. The studio has a rainbow of colors, but not a lot of shades of each one. And so as I've been doing these pieces, I'm I'm learning 
know, what things work better. And I think for me, I'm every single bird to me is very much alive because I feel like they come come through me to be born. I feel like they come into this world because they're they are meant to be here with people. And I'm always amazed at their personalities and how they're the expression that comes across in their face. And I I feel a very much a love for these little birds. You know, I, I, I do feel very attached to them as almost like a parent. And I don't have my own children, so I have these little birds that I <laughs> that I create. And you know, it, it's a lot of fun. I, I feel like there's a happiness that comes through. There's a joy. I'm, I'm more elated doing art than just about anything else. And I, and I want that joy and that happiness and that love to come across to people so that when they see the birds, they can feel a love from them. I, I want them to feel a, a meaning for themselves in their life. You know, when they read the story of what the birds mean, I want them to feel a deeper meaning and understand that who they are is who they're here. Be, they're, it's because of their experience and there's value in who, they're, who they are and, and the beauty of what they can share in their story is important. And so, Laura, how do you know or how do you come to the meaning of each bird and the gospel that you put with each bird. Share with us that process. Well, the gospel message basically is that, you know, Jesus came to the world and he took, he lived a perfect life and he went to the cross to take the penalty for our sin. He was raised from life on the third day. And when we believe in him and, and believe is kind of a different word in the Greek I actually had to look this up where it means relying on and trusting and having faith in. And so, you know, when we come to him for forgiveness, for him to be the Lord of our life, we get to we get to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We have this joy. And so the gospel message, it's a 20-word little message, and there are 10 different ones that I wrote. And it's really about God's love for us. You know, Everybody has their own experience of how they relate to themselves in the world and what they may call their creator. And I feel like maybe as I've gotten older, it's been more important to me to share the love of God with people. So there are 10 messages and then there's 10 birds and I can make the same bird in different colors. But I want people to really know that they're loved and that the the creator of who made them loves them so much and wants their happiness to be in heaven with him and, and wants to make sure that they're okay. And there are a lot of things out there that are confusing. And I just want my art to give them a moment of pause where God can talk to them in their soul, because it's about their relationship with their creator that matters. And there's a lot of stuff that goes around in people's lives that can be confusing. At least I was confused and I always wanted to have God talk to me and I want, I want to understand my relationship with God more. And I think there are probably other people who feel that way. And so I'm hoping that gospel glass will give people a way of just looking at their life differently and maybe looking at God in a, a different way if they haven't been able to have a relationship with him and a loving relationship that they've wanted. You know, when you're talking, Laura, um, I was thinking about several weeks ago, the Grammys were on and Chris Stapleton 
received an award and I can't remember what it was about, but what I do remember is what he said and it really has stayed with me and you reminded me of it just when you were talking. So on Chris Stapleton, what he said is, you know, he's very passionate about his music um, that just to stay with the music and to be guided what to write and the right person will come and listen to the song and the person that is meant to hear it will come. And when you were talking, that's what I thought about what Chris Stapleton said, like just you putting gospel glass and these beautiful birds out into the world and the people that are meant to have a piece of these or that may be helped with the message that they'll be able to come and they'll connect with it. Yeah. I really want them to be able to mostly for me, I really love people and I think God put that love in my heart for others. And I really care about humanity and I'm one little person who's making birds and I'm hoping that it, I can touch people's hearts in a way where they're going to feel that they've been blessed and that they can take the experience of even, you know, maybe even just looking at them or if they decide to own one, that it will be a moment in their life where they can smile and say, you know, that was nice. Um, Laura, share with us. So how is the gospel message incorporated into the fused glass? Well, in the glass itself, you know, the back, the way I look at it, what God gave me is the meaning is the back of the glass, when we look at the bird, is really kind of the relationship that we have with God. And I'll take it to my relationship. You know, we've got these broken pieces and we don't know what to do to them. But when we come to Christ, God makes us whole. And so everything gets fused together. In terms of the gospel message being like, in the glass piece itself, it's really not. The label on the side that has the 20-word gospel message has something about the gospel. There's a sheet that I wrote. It's a ministry sheet. And then the meaning behind the birds, it's a two-sided page. And that's being given out to people so that they can read about it. The glass itself is really just meant to be something beautiful. When the light shines through it, it just it's really, really pretty. And I just want people to smile, you know, for people who are going to own them. I want them to feel the love of God in their hearts. I want them to be able to have that love. Laura, how have, how do you feel going through this process? And how do you feel creating these birds? And how do you feel since you created this gospel glass? How have you experienced this personally? For me, it's been a real privilege. Uh, you know, I, I fell in love with fused glass as a medium. If I could just be in the studio creating glass birds every day, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> I would be, you know, that would be nirvana, you know, just <clears throat> doing that. And it's really been an honor because as somebody who really has loved God a lot and having become a, a believer in Jesus as a, a Jewish person is kind of unusual. And I wouldn't find that I had very many opportunities to talk about that love that I have in my life with God and that relationship I have just normally. And having gospel glass now gives me an opportunity to talk about the art and 
what that really means and how much God really loves us and what change happened for me and the wholeness that I feel with the love of Christ and salvation. So I feel really privileged that I get to do this. And it's an interesting thing because it isn't what I ever thought I would ever do in my life. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was talking to you earlier, you know, 20 years ago, if you had asked me, you know, what do you think you're going to be doing in 20 years? That wouldn't have been this. And if you had said, okay, <laughs> I have a crystal ball and in 20 years, you're going to love Jesus. You're going to live in Texas. You're going to be making this art collection of birds called gospel glass. And you're going to want to tell everybody how much God loves them. I would have looked at you and said, you don't know who you're talking to. That is not who I am. <laughs> you know? But, you know, when I first asked, you know, Jesus to come into my heart as my Lord and Savior, you know, I, to tell you the truth, I really, I had just tried everything else. I was in church with some friends. They had invited me, and and the the pastor said, you know, God's a gentleman. He won't come where he's not invited. He won't stay where he's not welcome. The thought that came, I could feel God in the room, and I'm like, you know, I've tried everything but Jesus. I had done Indian sweat lodges. I had studied all kinds of things, and I just, I could not get my life together. I'm like, okay, fine. Jesus, let's give you a shot, and come on in. (laughs) Be my Lord and Savior, and my friends were like, you know, afterward, they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, and they're like, how do you feel? I'm like, I'm good, you know, Jesus, you know, we'll see what happens, and, you know, if this doesn't work, I can try Buddha next. You know, I was was raised Jewish, you know, Jewish people aren't taught that Jesus is God. You know, I wasn't taught that he was living anywhere, (laughs) and then, you know, later, he showed me that the God I'd been praying to all my life was actually Christ. And I was like, all this time, you were just like letting me say these things and do these things. And you all you knew the whole time I've been praying to you and you didn't tell me who you were. I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. So it's it's been a really funny experience for me because I'm not the person who I thought I was going to be. And that's okay. You know, fortunately, my mom, you know, appreciates me and she loves Jesus now. So that works. <laughs> Um, So, Laura, what is your intention with someone if they um, purchase a piece uh, of one of these birds? What do you hope will happen when they take the bird home with them? I hope that it's a reminder to them that they're loved so much and that they can feel good about their journey and who they are in the world because God made them special. And God has a purpose for them that is going to be wonderful for the people around them. And I think that receiving love is something that all of us really need. We have to be loved and we have to be able to love ourselves. And I hope that when they see a piece and they own it, that they can really love what God has done in their life and that they can feel good about the person they are and the people that they get to be with. Laura, I love that you have literally fused beauty and love together and through these beautiful fused glass birds they're a metaphor on a representation of the beauty that there is within all of us and within the world thank you i really appreciate that it's it's an amazing thing to be doing this and I feel very humbled by it. And I feel very honored that I get to bring gospel glass to people. And Laura, um, I think it's so funny when we're recording it today is good Friday. And <laughs> <laughs> Which is so cool. 
that um, we are, you know, announcing gospel glass on Good Friday. Everything feels so aligned and perfect. It really does. I love that. I think God set that up intentionally for us. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, I can't believe that we're out of time already. Um, before we go, can you please share with our listeners one more time where they can see examples of these beautiful fuse glass birds? Sure. If you go to Instagram, uh, Instagram.com forward slash gospel glass, you'll find the page. Uh, you can follow it. And I'm posting pretty much every day. Well, Laura, is there anything you would like to leave our listeners with? You know, I think the one thing I just want to leave them with is that God loves you. God absolutely loves you. He made you to be beautiful and special, and he wants to be with you. So ask him to come into your life. Laura, thank you so much for being with us. This, and I know that all the listeners along with me wish you so much luck, not that you're going to need it, but so much luck with Gospel Glass, this new venture. and. I hope that you're able to reach a lot of people and that these birds bring them the joy that I hear in your voice during this interview. Thank you so much, Melinda. It's been a pleasure. Same here. And thank you, listeners, too, for being with us on the Frequency of Creativity, where we are at the intersection of energy and art. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.